Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hello. Happy Monday. Um, we are, uh, again, broadcasting from Salt Lake City, and I was just thinking to myself a moment ago that... Uh, there's not a lot of rodeo, rodeo, rodeo shows, radio shows. We should be on a rodeo circuit, yeah, maybe. We um, <laughs> true. There's not a lot of radio shows that uh, travel all across the country and keep changing the time they have to, like, based on the time zone to yeah. get up. So, so um, we are, we are, uh, we're awake. I'm on my second cup of coffee. So if I um, say things like rodeo circuit mm-hmm. that you know you all know that that's just because mm-hmm. michelle's not quite she gets fully. a pass i think i haven't even wiped the sleep out of my eyes yet mm-hmm. this morning so um it's monday we're doing what we always do we wake up talking by here pay <laughs> it's not just sometimes i think that's that's sweet and sad. weird and sad. <laughs> <laughs> but again you know a lot of our friends have asked you know why what what made you guys think of doing this it's like well that's what we talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. We might as well include Switch all of buy here, pay here land. Switch on the microphones. Yeah, ex- exactly. Good morning. Join the conversation. Bill, so good to have you. Um, yeah, if you're tuning in, uh, please uh, let us know what state you're listening from. We're yeah. meeting new people that way, and we love to have uh, different corners of the country represented. So, uh, yeah. yeah, by all means, as you chime in there. Uh, mm-hmm. And a quick shout out to Z- David Zapata saw his post this morning and he, uh, what was you, that? you need to find that and watch that. It's a cute little video. His, his family's in part of it and his daughter just mm. kind of blurts out. Okay. So I did watch. <laughs> That's so hilarious. <laughs> no, th- yeah. Those of you who know us well know that, uh, um, last year we did a queso start tour. We spent quite a bit of time in Texas. Um, because those of you who know us knew that, uh, for about a year and a half during the latter part of COVID, we um, had closed up shop in Salt Lake. Solder gave away all of our furniture. That statement in itself, whenever I say that to women, they look at me like, what mm-hmm. the, are mm-hmm. you serious? Um, and then we just, uh, we we bought a 27-foot travel trailer and uh, just bebopped around the, the, mostly the southern half of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the furthest north we got was about Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so we we were in Texas quite a bit, and when Jim and I first met, that uh, the understanding Jim had is that I did not have any idea what queso, real queso, was. Mm. It was just like white cheese sauce that just was this mild cheese sauce that you just enjoyed, you know, every once in a while with your chips from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so we went on a queso tour and those of you who follow us on Facebook, we had a lot of fun, Oh yeah, a lot of fun. And apparently, um, when we were at NIADA, that was brought up by, uh, uh, quite a few of mm-hmm. the people that we know the queso tour. And, um, so I think that I thought that we were like, okay, that is a chapter closed, but apparently I think we should continue. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah we, we queso lives. <laughs> I'm going to be doing queso again in uh, Austin yeah. over there for TIA. Yeah. Well, but we did start a new one. And um, so we'll have two tours. 
The other one um, is the smoked old fashioned tour. Yeah, I invite, invite all of you to join us. If you're enjoying a smoked old fashioned, please post it yeah. and, um, and throw a hashtag on there yeah. so we can find it. And, and uh, Bill Elizondo <laughs> is part of that with us. We, uh, we were lucky enough to meet up with uh, Bill in the Tampa area and enjoyed a smoked old fashioned and the most recently in Vegas. And, so yeah, it seems to be a new thing. Well, and he, uh, we were chatting with him a little bit ago, and he said that he was going to be in Salt Lake in a couple of weeks. And it's like, oh, interesting enough, mm -hmm. we will be here too. We should start researching where they do smoked old fashions right. and get together for for a smoked old fashioned. And I have to go back quickly and say that our our Spanish speaking friends who might be listening know that you know I'm half Spanish. They may not know that part, but I uh, I don't Spaniard. speak much yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I don't speak much Spanish. But our Spanish speaking friends, when they hear us say queso, that's kind of the American. It's more like queso. Is it queso okay. is how the the All Spanish right. would say it? Yeah. Um, I I'm not gonna see. The thing is, I I can do queso. Mm -hmm. Um, if I try to say it the other way, I'm sure I'll screw it up so bad. And they're just going to be like, just shh, yeah. shh, just making sure that they know that I know. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, last week we finished up NIADA. Um, those of you who didn't have the opportunity to go, we, we did uh, the recap um, and some of our thoughts about it. And it's been really fun to watch other people um, uh, like the one that you were mentioning earlier mm -hmm. uh, talk about, their experience there and and um uh yeah it was it was a really good it was a great conference we really enjoyed it um on all on all avenues yeah sorry um yeah yeah that's very good so we um had a mind to talk this morning about the uh, gaping holes we've covered uh three topics on that and uh, that's just kind of our effort to you know help dealers understand some of the things that we have learned in our travels and in particular, the things that I've learned by, by being inside operations and, mm -hmm. and of course, owning my own dealership and finance company for seven years, there's things that you learn and things that you observe in your travels and you start to, you know, as you visit operations, especially that are, you're coming in behind a, uh, an embezzlement situation or, you know, what you thought was a mismanagement problem turns out to be an embezzlement situation. But as you investigate yeah. those things, uh, there are things that creep up and you discover yeah. ways to, you know, kind of create safeguards or checks and balances to you know, guard against those kind of situations. So the one I wanted to cover today is, you know, it's a simple thing to explain. Um, it's something that I see almost no one doing, but it's just as simple as reconciling receivables to cash. And I remember for a client in Texas, I created a template and I'm happy to share that if people reach out to us. Uh, by the way, Michelle, we don't really don't let people know how to contact us. Oh, we really don't. We really don't. don't we? But, well, but I mean, could, we, we're welcome. You're welcome yeah. to contact. And those of you who are on, on the success group or the boardroom um, can just reach out to us via yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, the way to reach out. Yeah, you can throw a message on, uh, if you're tracking us on YouTube, just throw a message in the comments and we'll happily that's send the stuff place. over to you. Yeah. yeah. So, or go to octane.group and there's a contact us yeah. um, tab. And I created a template, but of course, every DMS is going to be a little bit different, but the premise is the same. What we're really attempting to do, and if you think about it, every dollar that's in your receivables at the beginning of a period, day, week, month, whatever, every dollar that's represented in your receivables should be accounted for so that if let's just pick a week, we start the week with X amount of receivables. Obviously we accrue some interest and we collect some interest on payments. But if we look just at the principal, 
then we should be able to identify, okay, if, if we started the, the period with X amount of principal and we closed the period with Y amount of principal, then we should be able to identify every bit of that movement of dollars. So it's simple. I mean, it's just a simple thing, but it's like, I find, I find so many just don't do it. And it's a way for us to identify, you know, what I called leakage in some of our prior conversations. It's, it's, um, you know, collection efficiency is a way to help identify these things, but really it just makes sense that if dollars are leaving our portfolio, then that should be represented in our software. We should be able to identify, you know, we add new principal from new contracts. We collected a certain amount of principal. We charged off a certain amount of principal. Maybe we, um, you know, otherwise amended a contract and maybe wrote off some principal. Regardless of whatever steps are happening, whatever's occurring in the software, we should be able to identify every nickel of movement in that uh, portfolio. And so it's just a, it's a basic step that we should all be taking. I know for a lot of people, um, you know, I, I enjoy spreadsheets and numbers and things as much, about as much as the average next person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do enjoy them. Jim really, um, understands them and enjoys playing with formulas and all of that, um, uh, a lot. And, I, I recognize that you probably dealers out there, they, they don't because like they'll look at it and they go, Oh, well that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what I've seen. And it's just, it just gives them a head. It makes their mind want or their head want to explode probably to think, Oh my gosh, I, I have no idea how to dive in here and figure this out. Yeah. And so it's, it's not necessarily if the dealer themselves need to be doing it. I would recommend that the dealer at least periodically spot check it and verify, uh, you know, because we don't want to turn those kind of mm-hmm. things over to a controller or, um, you know, better for a third party uh, that's outside the something? operation. Yeah. Account. Uh, wait, an accountant, you know, like an Amanda Sanchez, like, <laughs> like Amanda <laughs> Butler Sanchez. Yeah. Okay. So can I squirrel just a little uh, bit? And those of you who know me, squirrel is code for like, I could stop you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel is code for okay i got something i want to add that like this just sparked something in my head and i want to add it i was chatting with hugo at the uh at the conference and and um you know we we were talking about the need of having someone that is an accountant that is um very well versed mm-hmm. in buy here pay here and that's not like go and um you know we're saying the only people out there are uh, butler sanchez that's not it at all but they're uh, they're really good options oh, sure. um and people that we know and trust personally um so but he 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 uh mentioned that when a dealer comes to him and says i you know i've got a great accountant um you know, they do my books and mm-hmm. Hugo says, uh, do they pull any reports off of your DMS when mm-hmm. they're doing their, their, their normal accounting? Mm-hmm. And he said that most people say no. Right. And when they say no, he's like, then your accounting is very off. Yeah. It's incomplete. It, it's incomplete. And so, um, you know, I'll just put that out there and you're welcome, Hugo <laughs> yeah. and Amanda yeah. and every other buy here, pay here accountant out there. Yeah. That if you as a dealer are not pulling um, or if your accountant, your CPA is only going off of what's on QuickBooks or whatever, um, then they're not getting the full picture. There are absolutely things to understand that are specific to buy here, pay here that a typical 
uh, CPA. Um, in fact, I used to jokingly say this, I have to be careful because it sounds like a total smart aleck, but um, <laughs> I used to say that, you know, I've, I'm not a CPA, but I have educated a few of them. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's, it's different by your payers mm -hmm. is different. There's things that in our, and especially when you incorporate things like a related finance company and, and of course there's leasing in our space that, you know, not every CPA out there is familiar with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really important to have somebody who's familiar with this business. Not every retail operation out there has receivables. They may have contracting contracts in transit, which is a different thing. That's a, you know, fairly small count, you know, of, mm -hmm. of contracts out there, uh, relative to what we do, I mean, compared to what we do in buy here payer. So it's just especially important. And so again, on this gaping holes things, one of the things we can do is identify every dollar and it may be written off. It may be some sort of account adjustment, but we need to know, uh, you know, ex exactly where every dollar went. Um, and I would recommend that, you know, it's at, at a minimum that's done monthly. Uh, but I would hope that we could settle into a rhythm where that could be done more frequently than that. Yeah, I agree. Um, we had a comment here that uh, came from um, Martin Gutierrez. Uh, yeah. Wants to know, he says, I love spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys should sit down for a smoked old fashioned, Martin. That's right. Um, we could talk spreadsheets. Uh, Jim, would you be able to attach the reconciliation template to the podcast? I can try. We've had trouble in the Facebook groups with some of these forms um, and certain documents. Um, but yeah, I would say between Google Sheets and and um, and Microsoft Excel, I should be able to find a way to do that inside yeah. the um, Facebook groups and otherwise make it available. Happy to do that. Just remember that not every software is the same, which means not every every DMS might use a little different language or label for different things what one might call an account adjustment somebody else may call a write-off or whatever you know so just be aware of that but yeah i'm happy to share that martin uh thanks for the question and yeah we uh, we're happy to make sure dealers have those tools available because it's just a uh, it's the kind of thing that needs to happen and, and we find also that not every dms out there is is protecting our dealers in the way that we'd like so yeah yeah um which it's uh, those of you who love spreadsheets. So Martin, um, uh, there are some DMSs that Jim just, you remember how I said head exploding about trying to receive or to reconcile yeah. cash. Um, yeah. Uh, there are some DMSs that make Jim's head want to explode. Yeah. And I don't use a lot of foul language, but <laughs> Michelle, there are some of them. That, when I hear a nice word, I'm like, are you in a DMS? Yeah. yeah Is that right. what you're doing right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are some that really frustrate me. So, and I've I've kind of been on record about that in the past. But yeah, I think it's it really goes back to that thing about incomplete. Like it doesn't do. That's my big frustration is the software doesn't do everything that a dealer really should have in order to make sure that these these holes are plugged. These gaping holes that we're talking about. This is about just simple safeguards to make sure the dealer is at least able to identify everything. Ideally, they would be able to identify it and prevent the leakage, you know, but, mm -hmm. but they're, um, but at the minimum they need to build it and identify it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, don't you have a joke? A dumb dad joke? <laughs> oh, you told me we we're going to start dumb dad jokes. So here's one for you. So I went to the, uh, um, retirement home to visit my dad and Which he's, yeah, he's in a I lovely place. A, yeah. yeah. He's got a dad and a, and this a, is a joke. It's not about, but it's, but dad. it's, it, you can make it a lot more fun. Oh, by like, making it real about make my dad. Make it like you. Well, yeah. my dad does have hearing aids. So, so the story <laughs> is I went to visit my dad 
<laughs> and he shared with me that he got some new hearing aids and that they were really expensive and high tech. And I said, oh, really? What kind did you get? He said, 230. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim told this at uh, uh, Father's Day. Mm -hmm. his, uh, his mom broke him out of the nursing home. Um, and on good behavior. Uh, on good beha well, mm -hmm. that's a, that's like a really thin right, line, thin line for, yeah. for Jim's dad. Jim's dad's, dad's quite cool. a character. He's feisty. He's feisty. Um, uh, and, uh, brought them to Albuquerque. Um, he's, he's in, um, like up Northern Texas, Texas right yeah. off of the border of, of Oklahoma. And, um, he, Jim told him that joke and it was hilarious because he, ha he is hard of hearing, although he wears hearing aids and in the middle of a conversation, he would just yell 230, 230, it was lovely. It was lovely. We, uh, we had such, such a great time mm -hmm. with, with them. So, um, anything else you want to add on? On gaping holes. No, I would just say it kind of ties into the conversation that was on Facebook in the uh, boardroom group. Um, Amanda threw a post out there about, you know, what do you dislike or what's your least favorite part of accounting, I think was the question. And there was quite a bit of uh, dialogue there. And, and I would invite people to, that didn't make time to get in there, get in there and read that stuff because there's a lot of interesting feedback there. And I kind of shared that, you know, one of my frustrations has been that accounting is necessary to help us know what kind of tax liability we have you know what we owe the oh and the that's IRS. another thing that makes most people head explode yeah and they don't yeah. they don't want to know except that in our business from a cash management standpoint we have to know and you've heard me say when we're working with new dealers on the front end we have to project um profits because we have to be able to estimate income tax because of why it affects our cash right yeah. it affects our capitalization needs so in this case i was just saying that my frustration with accounting is that it doesn't it's necessary for the sake of uh, calculating taxes, but it doesn't help the dealers really know what's going on in their operation. And mm -hmm. then, of course, if you add a related finance company, it can become even more challenging for the dealers to really understand, certainly from their financials, what's mm -hmm. going on. Then you have, so there's there's operational, and then there's lending, you know, so... Oh, and Tom way, piped in quite yeah, a bit. Tom, Tom Cyber, Cyber from, from Spartan, Spartan and formerly yeah. Hamilton State Bank. And so he he certainly knows this stuff. He and I have talked about this plenty over the years. And, you know, the other thing, too, with lenders is, you know, some might lean pretty heavily on a collateral recovery rate. Others might look at loss to liquidation ratio. I forget uh, the one that was recently mentioned to us that the capital markets look only at X. You know, well, it's like they're all looking at different things. And so uh, I've heard uh, debt service coverage ratio, you know, so it's like, you know, the financials tell us one thing. We want to really know how the portfolio is performing and the business is otherwise performing. And that's not just the profits Well, the profitability in this business is a little bit of a misnomer. You know, it's like it's uh, it's misleading for us. Mm -hmm. And so we know that that whole thing about phantom profit. So that's the thing for me is there's a bit of a disconnect between the financials and the por portfolio performance, the, the cash results in the business, the cash outlook for the business. And then the whole lending, you know, what the lenders might look at is just something different. So that's my frustration. It just doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. And I, I was just, I pulled up the, uh, the thread mm -hmm. in the boardroom. Um, those of you who are not in the buy here, pay here, or BHPH boardroom, um, and are 
uh, a dealer out there or sure. some uh, please industry people. or industry people, please ask to to join that as well as BHPH Success. But um, the uh, the original question question from Amanda was what freight what what frustrates you about accounting? Okay. And one of the first people, Brett um, Buckeye Brett, uh-huh. was like the numbers. The numbers, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But there are 69 comments. Yeah, yeah. So there. just tell so you it's, it was a pretty active thread, and and I'm sure that there there still will be more that will be added to it. But mm-hmm. you, you had um, Amanda and Tom Siver and Jim and a few dealers that really understand a lot of this yeah, that sure. were piping in. And, Russell and, Moore chimed in on yeah, that, so yeah, yeah, you can find that little part of the thread really because great. yeah, it's just this is an example of how we just don't know the stuff. And I shared in there a little screenshot of some of the things that I have done with when we're helping new dealers, especially those coming out of retail, because it's a challenging thing to adjust mentally from the way retail looks, and especially in financials, to how, you know, what we really can see in our in our financials in buy here, pay here. And so I try to help dealers start to think about, look, let's just get hyper-focused on cash flow. How much mm-hmm. cash do we need? Which really means how many accounts do we need paying us at an average of mm-hmm. $437 a month as an example? You know, how many accounts do we need on the books before we're getting in a cash positive? And so, you know, as I mentioned in the thread there, there's cash positive from an operational standpoint, which is usually just in my way of thinking, it's it's cost of overhead and cost mm-hmm. of replacing inventory. So that's what I mean by operational. Once we get to that number, then we're, we're generating positive cash from an operational standpoint. We still have income tax to think about, which is why we need our financials to tell us our income and know yeah. how much we need to cover income tax. But yeah, I, I think Russell chimed in and said, it's surprising how few dealers really know that number or think in that, those terms. One of the things he says is, I, um, what does he hate about accounting as much? He says that I can't make up numbers like my government does and not be questioned. <laughs> be careful. You're gonna get, that's a private group. You're going to get Russell in trouble. Sorry, Russell. He's going to get visitors. <laughs> like oh that's hilarious you're gonna get people pull up at russell's dealership in an unmarked car we love russell sorry russell i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'll buy you an old-fashioned yeah there you go (laughs) next time we're in the area um what else i don't know that i've got anything else i mean we've got plenty of stuff to talk about but i mean there's there's uh we've got um We've got some things coming up, some announcements that I'm going to have to keep everybody informed. Just watch for the announcements through the Facebook threads and and whatever else we've got some. um, Well, well, first off, uh, uh, Wednesday, our mm -hmm. next regularly scheduled podcast will be um, uh, White Hat Wednesday. And we have Rick Reeves coming to join us. I don't know if that's going to work out. Oh, really? Okay, never mind. So so we're we're going to maybe reschedule that, but we okay. do have Rick Reeves will be joining us one yeah. day soon, as will uh, Amanda and Tom. Yeah, so, we were trying to get that scheduled to get those two on um, yeah. for Friday, and it doesn't look like it's going to, or today, yeah. it doesn't look like it's going to And work. we will uh, let folks know we still have our broadcasts on Wednesday and Friday, but there's a chance we'll be doing a recorded um broadcast for the Monday, the, uh, the, the 4th, 4th of, July. of July. So please forgive us if we aren't like, you know, live, 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 live. live. but you know, we can try to make it. I'll, I'll have Jim do two dumb dad jokes. Oh, yeah. So it's a little entertaining for That's those right. that want to, that want to pipe in. Um, but yeah, so we may, we're, we haven't like fully decided uh, whether or not we're going to do that as a, as a recorded broadcast, but, um, cause I don't want to get in the habit of doing that. No, I know, but you know, we will we, be, it will be a holiday and we'll be with family. So that's true. Just, so it'd be one of those kind of things, but we'll see. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll let you know that's how that true. turns out, but yeah, look for, we got some guests um, coming together. We just need to coordinate schedules and figure out when they can join us. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, 
to having Rick Greaves join us and then yeah. Amanda and Tom will, will uh, Amanda Sanchez and Tom Cyber yeah. have both agreed to, uh, to join us. We just need to figure out when that's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And then one of the things we forgot to, to mention too, is that, uh, TIADA is coming up. Mm-hmm. It's just a few weeks away and we will be there. Um, uh, again, uh, Jim's going to be moderating a or moder- a national, a dealer, national panel. dealer panel and some really great dealers on yeah. that panel. And, um, and then we're also going to be speaking on business planning, which right. uh, is supposed to be a one-on-one kind of buy here, pay here class. But uh, you know, if, if you want to, um, I, it's it's going to be for everybody. You'll it find really value, is going to be for everybody. Even, yeah, even to, if you're not a it's going to be a good dealer. one. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and, and then I, we haven't really chatted with the good folks there at TIADA about, um, about broadcasting live, but, uh, yeah, we will at least from a hotel room sure. be doing that. So we'll, we'll have to have a conversation and see if we can, we can do that a little bit while we're there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then also I might just share the word that um, we did get word from TIADA. Of course, dealers from outside Texas yeah. are invited to come. They're encouraged to come. But TIADA did say they have sold out their room block for the hotel. So I might need to there make is, other arrangements. <laughs> we know this because we looked at it last year. There are, yeah, last year, there's a great RV park real close <laughs> yeah. by. Right, I don't right. know if they rent out RVs, but, yeah. um, there's a great RV park. So if you've got an RV and you can't get a room, there is, there is something. That's, it's possible uh, they can still get a room at the resort. By. They just might not get the room. Get this room rate. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's one thing that we found we, when we booked our room for T, uh, for NIADA mm-hmm. that the, the room block was, uh, the ones that they blocked were already gone. Right. And so I just chose the, um, you know, the most affordable cause it's like, we're not going to be there very mm-hmm. much. Oh my gosh, it was like way off. Way, yeah. I mean, I, you think you're walking a long ways just normally in Vegas, but it was way off. Mm-hmm. And we there was this long hallway that we would walk through the probably the block rooms that they had for everybody else and continue walking. The hallway got really narrow. Yeah. <laughs> Just say the MGM Grand is quite grand. It's yeah. really big. Well, there's some areas that are not as grand as others. Yeah. But you know, it had a had a clean bed and a shower and hot water, and we were we were really really happy about yeah. that. Um, one other thing, uh, just before we before we wrap up, um, we did make the announcement about the BHPH Nation, or right. was I will probably mostly refer to it as as the Nation. Um, those of you who want to know a little bit more about what that is about, we did a special broadcast last Wednesday live. And while we were at, at the regularly scheduled time, which was like 6 a.m. in um, in Vegas, uh, it, go ahead and, and look at that or listen to that broadcast if you're not familiar with what the nation is. And um, that's something that we're going to we're uh, we already have the website up. And um, we'll be releasing more and more of, or opening more and more of that website as we go. And um, the website is bhbhnation.com. We would invite you to just go there. There's a learn more button. Hit the learn more. Send us in your email. And that way, as the nation is rolled out, you'll be notified and you can yeah. get in there and check it out. But yeah. we're, we're quite excited about what that's going to be for the industry. Yeah. And these um, these podcasts, as well as Tote the Note, um, that will be another place that they will reside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and and the intent of the nation is the the place you go for all the stuff mm-hmm. that could possibly you'd possibly need and buy here, pay here, whether or not all that the- be 
providers, like all the providers, and education, all the resources. resources. Um, there also there will be a um, a community page, and we will also be um, uh, siloing dealers and team members so yeah. that so that if there is a conversation that dealers want to have about pay plans or whatever that that will be a a, a conversation that will be only amongst yeah dealers. there will be dealer only chat rooms or yes. whatever so yeah that's uh, that's one of the things we want to curate you know mm -hmm. those who come in we're going to verify or validate yeah. uh, dealers so that you'll know you're talking dealer to dealer in there yeah so if you want to learn more about that um feel free to go back and listen to the wednesday broadcast from last wednesday at the uh at the niada conference a regularly scheduled broadcast and um you know if we we talk about a lot of really fun topics it was it was great to to talk to a lot of you at NIADA and and about how they've enjoyed um, some of the things that we've been we've been teaching because this is this is it's fun but it's mostly educational mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the things that we do is we love to teach and we we want to make sure that that the things that we think um, dealers need to understand is that's just content that we're just going to be putting out there and it's just going to be more and more and it will be available to who you know whoever wants to take a moment to to learn um what we do is, uh for our you know putting a roof over our head mm -hmm. and all of that is not the buy here here morning show this is just fun this is our play time um we help dealers learn how wh which things that they need to learn mm -hmm. um and so you know we we'll, we will help with doing uh discovery uh, of the the business after a, after a dealer will let us know, Hey, I'm struggling with this and this and this, um, and then give them a list of the, here's the things. And then if that is something that they want some help with that, we actually, uh, shift into coaching and, um, implementation. So mm -hmm. we can help you with that as well. If there is a need, cause we know goodness gracious, it's almost everything that a dealer can do to get to a conference and mm -hmm. learn more. And they come back with a book full of stuff or a 20 group meeting sure, for that matter. Sure come back with a book full of stuff. And then by the time the next one rolls around, it's like, oh, I have a book full of stuff yeah. with every intention of being able to implement it. And then it's, it's, it's a challenge. A lot yeah. Of times. And so Michelle and I are with. in the process of adding people to our team so we can help. Oh yeah. We, more we have a couple of uh, phone calls today because we're adding to our team. Yeah. So, so. it's just, we're, mm -hmm. we're trying to be uh, able to be part of a follow through solution for dealers to help yeah. them actually implement the yeah. things that they want to, see change in their business. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I hope you guys have a great Monday. Um, and, uh, it's, it's the last little bit of June. How has the year gone by so fast? Wait, it's Monday. It's it, it, wait. Yeah, it is. It's Monday. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's Monday. And in just a couple of days, it will be July 1st. And we'll be in the second half of 2020. Yeah. Hard right. to believe. Mm -hmm. So have yourself a, a great rest of your day and we will see you um, on Wednesday for our white hat Wednesday and hopefully cross fingers. We can get Rick here. If not, we will, we'll have some great content that um, for you about uh, how to be more ethical dealer. Find us at 9am Eastern on Wednesday. Have a great day guys.